Hi guys, how are we doing? And welcome to Bulletproof Mindset, where we bulletproof your mind through health, fitness, and entertainment. So we go into overrated, underrated, and we discuss protein powder, a big, big one. Oh, then we went into the things that make a good personal trainer and how you should go about picking the best personal trainer for you. And going into this, me and Coach Crosser are personal trainers ourselves. Dale has just started this new personal training group, Bulletproof Coaching, on Facebook. It was absolutely free to join. And also, if you want to work with me or Dale, either in Airdrie or online, our both links are below in the description. Enjoy. So, Mr. Cranky Pants, what's happening? Cranky Pants. <laughs> stress, man. Just stress of being a... Being an entrepreneur. Aye, stress of being aye, an entrepreneur. I ain't actually that cranky today. No, 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 but you maybe were yesterday. <laughs> Jake, it was just what was what was yesterday? No, you were not you were not cranky, I'm just pulling your pisser, mate. What um, I just like to Pulling my pisser. <laughs> I just I've never heard of that one before. <laughs> I just, have you um, not? Pulling my pisser, no. No. What? Pulling my pisser. Have you not heard that? No. No. Yesterday was a busy day with clients. Mm-hmm. Um I trained I had a good training session. I had, nah, I didn't think it was that cranky yesterday because I you came in and I still had my, my deadlift set up and I felt quite good and I was like, aye, I'm feeling good. Aye, aye. But then I think as they get on, see the thing is, like... I, I think, see, when you're in work cost mode, you're just tunnel visioned. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Aye. And you, like, you're like, if anything else, if anything gets in the way of that work cost mode, you're like that. I, I procrastinate too much, man. So um, they are, mate. But I seen, I seen a brilliant video, um, Jason Phillips said it. And the way he said it, and I was like, makes sense. He goes, if you struggle, I'm glad I, I might do short form content on this today uh, for my post, but he says, if you struggle with, uh, you feel like you procrastinate a lot, he says, the main reason is you've not got a time frame on whatever tasks that you're looking to do. Aye. And see, when you think about it, mm. it's true. So I'm trying to release my bills. James, I said that. I was like, I've not got a time frame on it. That's why it feels I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm just sitting about, whereas if I go, I need that done by Sunday, you, I'll you, find time you, to make uh, it done by you Sunday. You always find time. That's what James Smith said. If you get a full day to make clean your room, you will only clean aye, your room. That, that's if you get an hour to well. clean your room, aye, you will still clean your room. Clean your room. Aye. So you need to. Uh, if you have a time frame on it, it definitely does help. That's aye. actually that's a light bulb in my head. And to, like, aye, you aye. just start in it, and so I started doing it with like a couple of things. I was like, right, I'm not just going to say I'll work out on that day. And this is a great tip for anyone working out. We've experienced this. Um, not on purpose but this is what we do with clients like rather than saying to clients like wait when are you working out next week I'll get two workouts in the next week right when oh, um, maybe Tuesday maybe Wednesday Thursday right what day like specific day what time of the day as mm-hmm. soon as that's locked in the likelihood of them achieving that is, is skyrocketed so, so, I, so I had a, a potential client in yesterday and I said to her she didn't with her old personal trainer she didn't have an app at all she didn't have any sort of app and I said to her, seen this app, we've got a, ca- we've got a calendar. <laughs> I said, we've got a calendar. And I said, you tell me you're no very accountable with yourself. You said to me, you'll skip workouts if you wake up and you don't feel good. I said, you see what you can do on the Sunday? I said, I can make you a habit on the Sunday. Mm. You plan out your schedule yes, and you put in your workouts for whatever day it is. And that yeah. means when you wake up on the Thursday, you've got to work out that day. And it's there. Aye. And if you feel that, that is a bigger failure than just in your head. I'll need, I'll need to get the name of this app off. Um, see Adele had in yesterday the first time I seen her in a wee while and she was like oh two seconds I, I fucked up this this app that I've got I need to I need to stay with my phone open for X minute and I was like what is it so it was an accountability app mm-hmm. so first I was a wee bit oh, and she's like oh, I pay like I don't know five ten quid a month and I'm like what the fuck for, a, for an app but then she said like if, you, if you're if you somebody who struggles to get up 
this is great. So you can put a QR code on your fridge and that alarm will keep going off regardless oh, yeah. ah. until you get out of your bed and go down there. It also recognises the steps on your phone so until you hit 200 steps. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ah, that's fucking amazing. So seeing trainer's eyes... I said that right? Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> trainer eyes. Trainer eyes, sorry. We'll get there one day. Don't come at me. Don't we'll come at me. get there one day. <laughs> that Chateaubriand story. Hey, we'll come back down. We got it. I got it. I got it there, yeah, no. Um, but in trainer eyes, you can submit um, ideas of like how they want to develop the app and stuff. Right, right. And, and people rank it. I'm going to look at kind of putting that forward because that's why I love that app so much because it's a newly funded company and they're already killing it. It's very intuitive. Mm-hmm. But the best thing is they're, they're progressing it. And for any, I know we're going to talk about PTs and stuff like that. Aye, in this that's, episode. The big, that's the biggest topic here. For any PTs that listen that don't use the app, what I don't, I think True Coach might use this. That's another software that some coaches will use. But I was listening to one of their webinars, and they're introducing this quarter like group milestone achievements. Right. So you can set up right if you get a minimum of five workouts in over the course of two weeks, you get a milestone and it shows a ranking system so you can get a wee bit of friendly competition. Like I heard you talking about challenges are day and it's like that. It's like, Aye. right, who's going to be top of... Who's, and then the, the winner of the month, you might give them a T-shirt, give them a free coaching session, offer that sort of stuff. So, so I, we're both trying to start communities. I'm trying to start communities on the app, Trainer mm-hmm. Eyes, and you're, start, you're trying to start... Because well, you have started Aye. your community on Facebook and it just gives your clients that extra purpose yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it, it gives you that extra motivation. That's what I say to my clients. I say, see, if you post, it motivates me as a coach to yeah. continuously coach everyone better. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It's not just for your benefit, it's for my benefit as well. It is hard though, though. I'm finding that I feel like, no burnout, but I feel if I don't get my systems and processes and set no, my side to. in you place, I'll fuck that up. So I've said that I'll do a live Q&A within this mm-hmm. group. Right. And for anyone that's gone, oh, that'd be quite cool to sound. So James has got his own one. Um, so my, we're, my we're going to just... say it at the start of the, you'll, see, you'll hear us talk about it in the intro um, where you can find further details to work with us both personally or join some of these groups mm-hmm. um, but I, as I've said like I'm going to do live Q&As once a week I'm going to do like a monthly meet up of some sort where we go climbs and stuff like that and you'll probably join us in that so it'll be Aye. things that we end up crossing in each other's groups 100% 100% many, getting as many people together as you can and they go right here look and then you get 60 people together go a walk Who do they go? they've got 60 people to go and tell exactly do you know and what it, I mean the thing is well like I had a conversation I was speaking to you off podcast about this with a guy and we had a conversation and, and the guy's struggling mentally because he feels the need that he has to go out drinking with his pals mm-hmm. doing drugs and all that sort of stuff yeah. and a lot of people are in that situation because yeah. it's hard to change your circle Yeah. and, and this, this, this is an opportunity circle. to go oh here's other people on their health and fitness journey Exactly. some of them might be in their 60s some of them might be in their 30s but the beauty of it is like they are relationships all... like like you said it earlier to me like your your circle is constantly changing mm. um, and what's that quote like yeah if there's four dickheads around you, you're the fifth dickhead or something aye, like aye. that. So, like, the people are a reflection of who you are. So, the only way you can break it is taking accountability and breaking that circle. When, when an addict goes to rehab, if the, the the way they get back into the drugs is by going back into the same environment. Yeah. And this ch- this is changing that environment for us as aye. well. No, definitely. Do you know what I mean? We are, we are allowing... People who come to us are what to change. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, we, I want to keep training. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Some days, that I, like, I think a lot of people go, oh, they're PTs, they want to train every single day. That is not the case. No. You wake up and you go, ah, can't be fucked in Bulgarian no. split squats today. No. I, like, see see these safety bar squats with heavyweight? Uh, I can't be fucked in them sometimes. <laughs> I look at that and go, that's so hard on my breathing, man. I can't be fucked. I'm and blessed. then I go, and then I go, you know what, if, if everybody else is smashing it, I can smash it as well. Exactly, it motivates you and inspires uh, you, doesn't it? 
Right, um, so we're going to overrated, underrated, right? Yeah, what you got for us was your turn. Right, so overrated, underrated it's on... It's not going to be on anything Jay does, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, he, he might do this, he might do this. Protein powder. Hmm. Interesting. Right. That's a good one, that is a good one. It's one, one of the, obviously, one of the biggest supplements out yeah. there. It's getting more and more expensive by the day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Protein snacks are getting more expensive by the day. So we'll be talking about protein supplements. No, you talk about protein just protein powder. powder. Yeah, protein powder. Obviously, t- uh, flavored, non-flavored, but mm. just protein powder the day. That's all. So for about. me, it depends who I'm speaking to, but for majority of the gym bros, overrated, mm-hmm. overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you see the guys. It's it's a ritual. Getting that anabolic window, that was something that was communicated. We spoke about this in a previous podcast that it was a made-up marketing term or there was funded studies to then buy the supplement companies to make you think, you need to get 30 minutes uh, thirty minutes after you work out, you need to get protein in. Mm-hmm. And in reality, you're not going to make it make something. So an easy thing for you is buy a protein powder. Right. Um, so I would say overrated in that sense that I feel like too many guys think they need it. Mm-hmm. And I would say... I I guess I was gonna say it's 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 quite an expense. Like people will spend like it's 60, 70, 80, 90 quid a month on protein powder. Mm-hmm. But if you actually just buy like Chicken. lean meat in bulk, mm-hmm. freezing meals and cooking meals, that that will save you better long. And you get the nutrients as well as the protein. Now, where I would flip this is I do you I do I, I say to oh, no, quite I, a lot of clients to to do it. So it's underrated in the sense of the tool and the purpose that it, it can be used for is you're behind your protein intake. Most people are deficient in a protein intake, and this is an easy way of getting an extra thirty grams, fifty grams, whatever it is uh-huh. that you're putting in. Um, so I, that's where I would use it. I would say to someone like if you're if you don't start your day off to a good day, protein-wise, and you're chasing you're it constantly, struggle. you will struggle. And you've got to be stressed and, out as well. Oh, and then you start internalising it, and you're like, oh, I'm a fucking you the, like, stre- the stress level's high, and it just and you're fucks like, your right, day. my day's fucked, I'm going to go to McDonald's now. And then exactly. You, you, so it spirals. So for that individual, I'm like, right, cut that, either break in the middle of the day, and or implement it as you get towards... Uh, night time. No, I know, I know. Hopefully, this is a podcast. That no, I, I agree. Time. And see, w- with with people, the first thing I always ask them: What do you have for breakfast? What I always find is people's breakfasts are so so poor to start with. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I go, you know what? You're start, you're on the start of your journey. I could get you to get an eggs. A lot of people find eggs really boring. Don't know why. They, what? I don't know why. It's I don't know why. Seven I don't know why. years. I think but I've consistently had it. I'd say I'm the same. I'm to be same. fair. James had microwaved eggs the other day and I've not done that in ages but this was like I, bodybuilder Dale back in the I day. I tell my clients, I go, I am boring as fuck for food. <laughs> right? Don't copy me. So, <laughs> I don't copy me. You won't enjoy what I do. So, no, but I used like, to do the microwave eggs and see that smell. Honestly, it took me back to like so I don't, I don't smell it anymore because I'm, I'm not used to it. I'm not used to <laughs> so it. I walked out, I was like, that's actually stinking. Was that uh, me in the workplace? <laughs> it's stinking. Like, it's stinking. <laughs> but like, uh, my, uh, we talked about challenges in the groups. My challenges have been nutrition focused because mm. I know that see my clients getting each other meal, uh, meal choices more powerful more powerful because me as a coach eat chicken and rice bacon and eggs bananas fruit smoothies every mm. single fucking day Aye. every single fucking day they'll be like so what's the day I'm like the same as fucking yesterday Aye. so I'm like you are going to go out and you're going to experiment you're going to have that you're going to want to do that and then you're going to show other people but for me I always look at people's breakfast and I go you know what, you've got no protein in that breakfast. I go an easy way, it's either to supplement with some protein powder, if you enjoy that, or supplement with a protein snack. And, and protein powder's great, but do you see what, what you said? I want to tell a wee story. When when I was managing a team, and 
something that really stood out that was more impactful me for me. If I'm trying to get my team to hit a target or hit some sort of result, the best thing that I could do is actually get somebody bought in from my team, but get them to communicate, help, like, come on, come on, mate, like, wait. Stop fucking about in between calls when you can be gone. Like you've still got hundreds of projects where your your customers sitting there, blah blah blah. Aye. And that was more impactful rather than me coming down the way and going, "Come on, mate!" Like stop deli. But I could have said the exact same thing. Uh, but the it, thing that's more it. impactful. So see when your peers are like people on your level because they're you're their coach and like, yeah, I need to listen to my coach. But then if they see someone else, it's like, well. It must be doable because you aren't a freak of nature. That you're, exactly. you're in the PT world, like it's easy for you to work exactly. out. It's easy for you to do that. That's how we're we're portrayed. Absolutely. Um, bye. So, where do you think overrated, underrated? Then, mate? so I think the same as you. I think it's overrated for the people who are right in the gym, shaking it as uh, they're coming in. The gym. Either like having <laughs> two shakes a day, but having all their chicken, all their beef. I'm at. What the fuck's for this? What's the need for this extra protein? But a lot of people at the start of their journey, it's, it's quite. It's probably under. I would say. I wouldn't say under. I would say. Probably where it's supposed to be, yeah. And it should be, it should definitely be implemented. But as you progress in your journey, I really yeah, think it should be weaning off. Both are the best. I, yeah, I, Jillian went went off in one the other day. We were cleaning out, so I've got a cupboard and I've got hundred. I, I put I had this vision like. Um, not a vision, but I've seen it on like TikTok or something. Now when people organise their cupboard, they buy all the glass jars. So it doesn't sit in the packaging, it sits in the glass, ga- right. glass jar with a label on it. I've done that with my protein powders, right? And completely forgot them didn't they have them I was like oh that's see this was when my protein were bringing out the clear ones aye, I was like oh that will sound quite nice in summer aye. a nice wee fruity one oh see they are quite tasty no they are they are so that's, so expensive. That's, that's how I was using them so I bought all this protein and uh, we're cleaning out the cupboard she's like it's been out of date for like 8 months and I'm like oh alright well, I didn't put it in the bin so I've wasted so much money but I am at a stage just now where I'd rather have chicken thighs or oh, rather have like my steak or 100%. my eggs and bacon. You feel so much better for yeah. it. I, f- I personally feel you feel so much better for it. I'm, I'm sli- I am I'm used to be lactose intolerant. I'm still kind of lactose intolerant but I've grew with it a little bit. But even when I have like a lot of milk in that, like I can feel it. Like mm. I feel like my job is just earning the me. <laughs> so this is, <laughs> Mate, man, but this is the thing. Like if it you're, runs through me. I, let's talk about like number twos for a sec, right? We jobbies. You shouldn't be number two and too much. No, I just had this conversation. No, 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 no. Even I know even too much, but it's in terms of the firmness and the wateriness. Ah, if yeah. If you are pissing out your arse. <laughs> After a protein shake. Two times a day. It's not for you. Something is wrong in your gut, right? <laughs> so it needs to be fixed. And you need to think as well, we were talking about last time, that how our gut is connected to our brain and how that can carry over to your regaining muscle, your re- your strength, your muscle building. All of this is all factored in because it messes with your hormones. But another thing as well, like some people, this baffled me. We had, we went to like a, a, a friend's once and we were talking and then somehow we were talking about like how often we shit. And... One of Jillian's pals turned around and she was like, oh, I'd go to the toilet every five days. And I'm like, five days? Look <laughs> at the bad stuff that's in oh your system. Oh, my God. But it's, it's a lack of some sort of nutrient, most likely fibre in that in that uh, state. But I was like, ah, yeah, holy yeah. shit. So that's like, obviously, this so, has got nothing to do with like protein and stuff. But it's like, people are like, oh, they're talking about shit again. Do, do you want to know so how I know when my body's working well? I'll wake up. bad body. But in the morning? Aye. Aye, I did that as well, right? But, eh... Uh, I'll no, wait. no, I'm not talking about a hard one. I'm talking about a jobby. <laughs> well, that's right. So, you get up, you stand up, I make my breakfast and I go for a shower and then I go, I need a delicate jobby. And I go... You just cleaned yourself and you're going messy. And I again. sit in the pan, 30 seconds, I'm done. Uh-huh. Do you know what? I used to, see, I used to work them all up, right? And they used but, to go... I think I know what you're going to say. They, this annoyed the life of me. They used to go... Right, so I'd come back up and be like, oh, did you do a pee? I'm like, not a shite. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm like... What do you What do you mean? I know. They're like, I sit there for five minutes. I'm like, 
Your body's not working properly. Aye. If you sit, you should. If you need a job, you should sit down, right? You should poo, and it should take about ten seconds. I, then you wait. I grew up in a household where my dad and my brother, <laughs> right? So we like when I lived with my dad, and my stepmom. Um, it was just one toilet, and it was always like a running joke. So, oh, your dad's in the toilet, and it was like 35, 40 minutes. Uh, but this was before phones, uh, which was the worst <laughs> part, right? Like, literally. And I remember <laughs> this conversation, or oh, this memory just came back in my head. I remember being at my grand's again, just one toilet. It's more common that there's different, like two toilets in the house, whatever. But I remember, like, I was bursting. I was like, Louis, please, like, how, how long are you going to be? And he's like, I think I've got two mere to come out. <laughs> and I remember this conversation. Wait, <laughs> exactly. Wait, you remember two? What? <laughs> two, two more jobbies to come out and then I'm done but he's consi- he's consistently been bad my brother's getting gone back and forth with NHS just now I might be oversharing here but you know, he's, <laughs> he's definitely got something coming up where he's to get the camera down the throat and up the bum to see nice. what, the f- what the fuck's going on ah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, some, so if you are in that category I'm not saying like your jobbies should I, last 20 seconds maximum uh, Obviously the white Don't get me hands. wrong I've had like Went out for Indians Oh and you're there for You're a night of drinking And you have to take your clothes off You ever had to go butt naked No no, no. But I've been sitting there for, And I'm like I still feel like no, I need to shite I've been like Sweating I, I, I that go, much You're like, going like, lie down You're like I still need to shite See when I'm grabbing the bath And the toilet And I'm like <laughs> no. I Take the t-shirt I'm sweating here And then you, you see when you wipe And there's a bit of blood You're like Oh no <laughs> You're like oh, Fuck this right, right up man. I have never had this right No No I've never I've never Squeeze that hard? Squeeze, no, that I've not squeezed that hard, it's never bled from arsehole. No, so it's just like you've pushed that hard because you're like, you feel like you need a job that bad. So you push what? You push so you just you push your arsehole so hard ve- and you bust <laughs> blood vessels, aye. And obviously you wipe a wee bit too much as well because you're like, because you're shiting that much, so you get pure ring sting. <laughs> uh, let's move on for this subject. Aye. Aye. Poker gone, right, what, what is going on here? No, 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 but like, if you've got a healthy body, genuinely, you should probably wake up and you should probably do a number two first thing in the morning because mm-hmm. that's when you're about when you stand up in the morning your bills should go I should move it should move and then as long as you've been eating well the day before and you've slept well then you probably will need a number okay, two I'll consistently go twice a day and it's usually a morning and a night one I'm the same Aye, so. I'm the exact same but see my body this is this is what I'm saying about training and how your body knows what's going on it it has a memory of what your routine is and why it's so powerful to build a routine it does, it so does. my body knows I'll wake up I'll have my eggs and bacon have my coffee in my routine, I've never wanted to go to the toilet because I'm in, I'm training and within a thirty-minute window. Aye. Even though that meal's not doing anything for that that purpose, that memory of that routine is built into my body. Absolutely. And then it gets about what time is it just now? Aye, it gets about mid-morning, and then that's when my stomach's going right. I'm hungry. Feed yourself again, and then aye, you can do what you need. Aye, aye, hundred percent. Water works. Aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the right term. <laughs> but that, like, if there's anyone's like listening, yeah, hundred percent was the protein powder for me. It was protein um, powder for me. And Oof. then I really, I used to get really spotty as well. That as well, but that's, but again, that kind of ties into the dairy. The like dairy. I always drank milk, right? Mm-hmm. I had one of the guys that'd be down in the kitchen jogging. Gallons of milk at a time. That I loved it growing up, and I still do. I like I'll I'd have a cup of milk. Before milk bed. is one of the ones that's like, is it? No, I don't want to use that word. Good. Is it nutritious for you? Is it not? So, uh, do you think so? So I think so. I, I, have, I, I me, think we should really look. I think I, we'll, we'll, look actually, at, we'll look into it. But I'll leave you with this point. Well, I, was saying, I said before I was listening to Jason Phillips talk at Google mm-hmm. and dairy like products. Somebody asked a question. He says, you know, dairy get absolutely slaughtered for years and years and here's something that people don't realise the digestive enzyme to digest or process dairy 
I'm, I'm going to completely butcher this, by the way, but it's more or less right along these lines. So in America, like, don't cut out dairy. Dairy's not good for you, blah, blah, blah. So he said you had these waves of people cutting out dairy for a year. And then they started introducing it back into their diet. And then they started reacting badly to it, even though they were never reacting badly to it before. And he says it was something to do with an enzyme that you, once you lose it, it's gone. gone. You then are making you... So he says there's a majority of the population in the States are making themselves dairy intolerant by following these stupid diets. And I was like, ah, fucking hell. This is, this is what I was saying. Like, I was getting a wee bit overwhelmed and feeling like, I don't know fuck all. Like, I was hearing him talk and I was like... Why is this the first time I've heard about this sort of stuff? So that's why I'm fascinated with hormones and nutrition. That's definitely a path I'll be going down in my coaching with, with my I've next qualification. I've always been daily, daily, daily and Aye, so, so, so some people are definitely born ah, with it. Yeah. You know, no, like my, my niece, she, she was born and um, she couldn't take milk from there. So they had to get like the, the, pro, the, the vegan version of whatever the powder that it was that they were getting. Aye, aye. Um, so I'm not saying it, it excuses no, everything, aye, but aye, aye. Um, it's, I it's kinda, fascinating. I can kind of understand that with other things because like, there's some things that like once you've got a better diet, you can add them in and they don't affect you. And you're like, hmm, what was actually happening there? And when it comes to doing jobbies, like it's fibre. Aye, aye, fibre. I was saying this the other day, there was a big push about calorie deficit, calorie deficit. Now there's a bit of a push like protein deficient, eat more protein. The other part is fibre. So, uh, which so is uh, massively underrated. I had a client in the other day. And, uh, she, she does listen to this. I don't know if she'll be listening to this one. But uh, basically, she was like, I was like, how's your fruits and veggies? And she's like, I'm not really eating them now because I'm in a calorie deficit. I was like, see, be honest with you. I was like, see, see, bananas, fucking amazing for you. I said, see if you want to still stick to your cal- the same m- amount of calories I've gave you, add the banana in. That'll give you fibre, potassium, and a wee bit of energy. I said, see that 7-800 calories in that banana? That'll move you more and speed up your metabolism more than the calories that are in that banana. And she's I'm like, the same. right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, aye, because see that number? That's not your calorie deficit. Your calorie deficit is so how huge. much your body is moving mm-hmm. and then how much you're eating. So I said, by simply eating a good food like a banana which gives you your fibre your potassium your, your sugar what, what is it less than 100 calories it depends, depends on the size banana, it's, yeah. it's a bit of 100 for a, like a, a medium or large banana, banana. Yeah. I said add a banana in the morning or is, before you train this is the thing with calorie goals and targets like they're not supposed to be and this static. is why I hate in versus out because aye. it's not just in versus out there's, mu- aye, there's much much more that goes there's on there's much much more and I, that's what, I think we, we, we've been putting this across to people only be a bit more like Especially as we came over here, we're like we can actually spend the time with people and go like, like what you're eating does matter. And so many coaches out there, are like you can eat this, you can drink this, but really, see to be honest, you need to watch a wee bit more. Oh yeah, yeah, I think you need to be mindful. And I think with the calorie goal, like people, I used to, I used to be like, this is your number. That's the number. And then that's the, you, there's that's no wiggle that. room. But it's actually like with moderation and with lifestyle. Mm-hmm it's probably best to give a range and 200 of that number either way because exactly. it'll balance itself out. So, and even if it doesn't, what are you doing? You're, even if you're eating 1,500 calories every day, but in fact, here's here's an example. This is this is actually worth sharing. People always ask, do you weigh your pasta cooked or do you weigh it uncooked, right? Because that makes a massive difference in the aye, grams because of the water that's holding, aye. blah, blah. So it doesn't matter what you do, but say you track them both. One comes out at consistently you have 300 grams or whatever it is, it equates to... 
2,000 calories and if you do the other way, it's the same pasta but it comes out 1,500 calories because people are like, but that's a big range and it's like it's like the watch and the steps and everything. It doesn't matter what it is. As long you've as you, cooked it, you've done I, it cooked every time I, and you've done it uncooked every time. Just follow that every time. Exactly. So once you go down and you're like, right, I'm not losing weight, right? It doesn't matter if it's cooked or uncooked. Keep tracking. We're just going to bring the intensity down exactly. at the same time. So I had a client last night and she was like, my, my pal, she's, she's uh, we bit underweight. And uh, she's not sure about a PT. She's like, what calories should be on? I was like, I don't have a clue. But, like, tell me what she has and I'll, I'll give you a rough estimate where she should start. And then, like we do with you, I say, just tell her to, her track her, tell her to try and use it as data. If she's losing still, add more. If she's gaining too much, bring less. Actually baffles me that people are like... And it's that, it's uh, that, it's that uh, simple. It is. And then you go, so the, another thing you do is... Where can I add in better quality foods? Add in better quality foods and then watch it as well. Aye, All you're doing is watching it for the data and a lot of people get fixated on, oh, I've no lost weight. It's because of the weight loss. Fuck. But it's, 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 I've no lost weight. I need to change something. I need to do something different. That's aye. what it is. Aye. You know what I mean? It's, it's just baffling because you would never like drive and just not put, or drive to a destination you've never been to and not put on the sat now. Exactly. Right? So it's like, so why would you not want to know the information that's going to guide you there quicker? Learn. Mm -hmm. Why? Follow the signs and kind of guess them, especially if you're driving to Wales, for example, you kind of read the fucking signs because it's in a different language. So that's what it's like. That's where you're at in that journey. So that, that woman came in last night. She had lost, so like so many other people have done the exact same journey, she lost all this weight with a diet plan. She left the PT. She went, I'm just going to go back to what I know, which is nothing because the PT's not actually taught her anything. Yeah. Right? And that's the downside of diet she's plan. She's put it all sometimes. back on. And that's because there's no knowledge behind anything. Mm -hmm. It's just a simple structure. There's nothing else. Yeah. You need knowledge and structure together. No, oh, good talk. Right, speaking of PTs then, let's get into it. But let's before we do, it. do you see I was benching double your body weight today? <laughs> what is it, Nichan? 250s. 250s. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Aye. So actually, I'm feeling so good right now. We've been consistent. Aye. My meals so have been my, good. My sleep's amazing, been good. Mate. And see, my music, music sounding so good, mate. Is it? Is it just feeling good? Ah, so you know, it's like, oh, it's hitting the soul. <laughs> so you get that tingly feeling up the neck. I was that last night with him. <laughs> I was, so I had uh, uh, Tina in, and uh, she was laughing at you, but you had your headphones in when you were training. And um, I don't think you realise sometimes you're blasting music, and you have now became the guy there in the gym that makes hundreds of noise and slam like, he was only benching 40 kilo, right? But it was, you would think you had 400 kilo on the bar. So it went, Boof, boof, and you sat up and you're like, woo! And then, <laughs> I've always been Tina was killing herself laughing, and I was like, do you know, he doesn't, he's oblivious. And I, and I had a client in before I meant to say this to you, and she was like a wee bit nervous in the gym, so we were like, well, I was talking to her, we were doing a wee bit of mobility, and you were training, and you, you slammed or done something, and she went like that. And I was like, oh, that's bad, man, I'm going to be a wee bit more vigilant was going. I was like, don't mind him, he's actually a PT, him. <laughs> he's, he's actually the only other PT in here. If you can survive that, you can survive anything. Aye, aye, aye. Um, but today we wanted to talk about... Um, if you're looking to choose a PT, how to, what's some telltale signs to choose the right PT? Mm -hmm. And um, disclaimer here, we probably have I'm done still... some of these things 100%. when we started out. So this isn't as being arrogant. However, I'm confident enough in my ability, and I know James is confident enough in his ability to see that I believe we're at a stature in our careers just now where we are good coaches. Yeah. No saying we're perfect coaches, but as we go through these points, what we want to communicate to you guys is actually, it's about now that people start signing up PTs for 
their holidays and stuff mm -hmm. like that so there's like a more of a wave and an influx so if you've been thinking about it you've been on the fence then here's some telltale signs so you don't need to work with us you can work with us yep. but um, if wherever you are in the world will listen to this here's some things that you need to look out for as I, you as you start to and on the scheme I've still got a long long way to go in my, in my journey to become an even better coach I would say if I'm sitting looking at us two then you've gained up way way more knowledge mm -hmm. and you are Obviously, at a much more confident level but they, in your they, ability. No, but but I'm just saying, like, I went through, I would say for a couple of months here, severe imposter syndrome. Yeah, because you always feel like you weren't feel like I wasn't doing enough, and I feel like when I was in a busy gym environment, I wasn't, I was never able to give my clients the service that I ever wanted to give my clients. Now, in the last month and a half, I've been able to give it to them. I was speaking to one of my clients last night. I was like, how have you felt since you come over here? Like, I feel like, I feel like you've fucking went leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I enjoy training Gym 24 just as much. But she's like, my progress has went crazy. I was like, no, yeah, because you obviously enjoy training here more. Aye. I was like, that's, and that's what, there's two things. You enjoy training here more, and I enjoy training here more, and I can take you through everything. So and now the quality of the session is then better because aye. it's, it's And because the quality of the sessions is better for them and me, outside of that, I'm better with them and they're better with me. Mm -hmm. So they're more accountable and I'm keeping them more accountable. Yeah. And it's like, that's only a month and a half in and everybody's got better. Every single person yeah. has got so much better and I've got so much better. No, absolutely. So I'm at a stage where I can talk about this confidently because I know how the future's going to go. Yeah. If you said to me, let's make a episode on what makes a good coach, I'd be sitting here like... I don't, I, feel like, I don't feel like I'm that I person. remember back in G4 I was like why don't we talk about like PTs and how to choose the right PT and I remember you going oh, I remember, oh, I remember like, yeah, honestly I didn't because I didn't feel like I had the systems in place to get people the results that I wanted aye honestly I didn't and, that, and, that's, and that's probably worth communicating like we've all started from different part. like any any PT has to go through their journey but right now this is about you as the listener here you want the best for you yeah. and where you're at in that journey and through picking the best, you're not going to be picking a new PT anyway. No. But we're going to go through some telltale signs. But like you said, I know we're on two different journeys, but um, I know I'm a good coach, but I know I'll be a better coach in six months. 100%. And that will consistently keep going, and that's how that will evolve for me. And 100%. you, and, uh, and majority, well, a good bunch of PTs out there I think as well. that there's one thing that you, we've both learned in the journey is you've understood a couple of things you've been good at and went with them. And I'm understanding the same things. That I'm, I, yeah, I'm good at this. I need, to, I, need to, I need to show everybody that I'm good at this. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm good at this. So like your mobility. Mm -hmm. I need to show people that I'm good at this. I'm yeah. good at squat bench and deadlift. I need to show people that I'm good yeah. at this. And the thing you is, know what I mean, you need to show people that we are good at. Guarantee it will shift and it will change. A couple of years down oh, the line, you be go, you, go, you know what? I've, I know. Like we've already spoke about this, and you may tap into. I don't know. Rack pills, right? <laughs> I'm the rack pill guy now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, it could be anything, though. But Aye. this is that's the that's a good thing about the space that we're in. One, this constant is constantly evolving. Yeah, it's a new industry. When you look at the the size of the industry, it's only like fitness and gyms and working out. It's something that's only really just started happening in the last couple hundred years. 100%. Okay, as a byproduct, there was farmers and all this sort of stuff. But we've only started piecing that puzzle in the last. 80 years maybe mm -hmm. like if you think of it um, so let's get into the first point then right let's get into it so I just need to open up my phone I was going to say you never sent, sent I did I did, I did I did oh did you right so right so we will start with the big one a little bit controversial uh, we've actually spoke about this just before we started and well we, we, we both agree on this point and I've been through a course and I'm sure you've been through a course that tells you the same thing you need to go by a coach who practice what they preach mm -hmm. they need to look to a, a high standard they need to have 
a consistent they, they need to you, you need to know that they're having a consistent diet as well anything mm-hmm. uh, that they give you they're doing themselves yeah. you know what I mean you don't want to go to somebody who is just completely out of shape who says oh, I've done it 10 years ago but if you've done it 10 years ago and it was that good for you and you're, you still want to teach people that path then yeah. you should still be doing it oh no absolutely you know what I mean you need, you need to practice what you, pre- you preach now I always heard the argument back to this and it was like, well, a knee surgeon, when they, wouldn't they operate on his knees? That doesn't mean, that doesn't make, because he's never had an operation on his knee, doesn't make him a good knee surgeon. Mm-hmm. And there, there is an element of getting reps under that to mm-hmm. an extent, but mm-hmm. I think a good coach is someone who looks after their own health. Mm-hmm. I think that's just the point. Mm-hmm. Now, health can look different. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean the six-packs, doesn't mean totally shredded, but there is a level of health and longevity in that. Whereas it's working out to some respect. It's um, movement. There is nutrition there. Mm-hmm. Like if your coach is consistently going to Nando's and McDonald's and Burger King all the time, and it's like oh, I'm bulking, I'm bulking, but that's been lasting a couple of years. There's a. F- it's not really a healthy. It, well, to me, that's not healthy. And uh, and I know the coach. And how do you if you're, meals, how do you if you're going to feel if you're a client? And they're like, well, you eat t- t- twelve hundred calories, and yeah. but I'm going to post on my story that I'm in Nando's every week. Yeah. You got to struggle. Maybe Nando's isn't the right one because that's actually got no. That's actually right. <laughs> Aye, maybe you know like, maybe a Domino's. Yeah, pizza is really really. Well, exactly. Like, and I think um, I do see the debate with this, but I definitely think coaches and personal trainers do have to have. You're a billboard for your clients. You're a you're a walking well, you billboard. When you were, see, when you were in school and you went into a class and the teacher was all prepped, they had everything ready, and they taught you well. You're like, this teacher's actually a good teacher. Maybe yeah. if they didn't have a wee bit of ban, maybe some don't have a wee bit of ban. I'd be like, you know what? You look back and go, they were actually a good teacher. Aye. I learned a lot for them. Even if, you didn't, e- even if you didn't enjoy their class. I didn't realise how impactful teachers can actually be. Because I look back to that. Aye, I look back to and I'm like, she was an old bitch. Aye. And then I looked to someone and I was like, he actually... He, 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 actually, he was there. He, he was, was there. He was there for me. He was actually Aye. trying to teach me rather than this silly old cow that's the just same not getting They're not looking after themselves. The whole point, they teach you how to look after yourself. <laughs> right? So if they're not doing that, then they're going to struggle to teach you it properly. Yeah. In my opinion. No, I know. Now, before we get into the next point, and our point to bring into this has just got me thinking. I think before you're even thinking about like which PT to go for, I think you really need to ask yourself why is it that you're going for a PT? What, what is, is your why? What is your why? What is your reason? Because if you're someone that's going, I want a quick fix in the next eight weeks, you ain't coming to me. Right. Like, I mean, same, you, same you, we me. can have a consultation and maybe I change your view on that And because yeah. I've done that many times with yeah. clients, but I am not the right coach for you. Mm-hmm. And there is some fantastic coaches out there that do, short period of time, but most of the time, that we've communicated why we don't like that style of training. But... That allows that that then narrows your search down from there. So you right. then look at that that coach and go, right? What have they achieved with clients in a short period of time? Mm. Oh, that's a great transformation. That's a great transformation. But if your why is based around aesthetic goals, I think you'll be in a position where you have to cut corners to get the results that you need. Because yo 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 Aye aye. Because if your if your why is all about that, you'll you'll have some good weeks and then you something will happen, shit will come your way and it'll throw you a curveball and then you'll be starting again. It'll just be this repetitive cycle. 100%. Um, I'm trying to think, like, for me, as a coach, as a personal trainer, I know I want to work with a coach. I know that's, that's why I'm in a mentorship just now for my business and yeah. all that sort of stuff because I want to constantly be learning. Mm-hmm. So that to me, that was that's feeding my why just now. Yeah. I would like to work with... Um, I'm going to reach out to, to Jack Ritchie. I think he's a, a, one of the most up and coming sports therapists yeah. in our space, yeah. especially in Scotland. So, his, what's his? Um, Jack Ritchie more Sports life, Therapy. Uh, it's More Life Clinic. Uh, Jack Ritchie. Um, sports Therapy on sport, Instagram. Aye, uh, on, on Instagram. He is the first person 
that I've seen personally that isn't like a big influence of that that takes somebody through Wins. the rehab part mm. but then also gives them a programme to follow with their mobility yeah. and I fucking love that because it's no you have to come to me once a month you have to come yes you have to come to me every so often but, but the goal the is the, time it's you. the goal is you shouldn't have to come to me yeah. and that's a, and I think that's an important point to say as a coach yeah. like some some people come to me because it's just someone there it's the accountability factor mm-hmm. but I'm always saying to them if you always need me to hold your hand as soon because there'll be a point when I'm you on holiday and I'm not here may pass away something mm. something drastic may change mm. I want you to be set up for life I want you to be working out consistently forever so there's no point in me holding your hand in that process so well. I've got another point that we haven't even got on here and it, it actually really, it goes well off that is the coach that you're going to go with are they going to just take you through a session or are they going to teach you through a session yeah right and basically there's, there's, there's loads of coaches out there who you can go to who will smash you through a session you leave you've learned nothing from that session you've learned nothing about nutrition and you just need to wait until you go back to them I but, pressed that button, does that matter? No. Sorry. <laughs> and basically, what you're looking for is a coach who will teach you in that session. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll say to people, look, you've been struggling this week. We're going to have a session for 45 minutes, but then we're going to chat about th- things for 40, f- 15 minutes. Because like I've gained a lot of knowledge over the years that I can teach you this. And then you can go away and you can you can reaffirm that in your mind yeah. and you can add that into your life. Yeah. And that's when they go away and they've got homework, basically. Mm-hmm. Always, yeah, yeah, you yeah. always go away and give them homework, to, like things to think about. If you go away from a session and you, the only thing that you learn from that session is, I worked hard and that is it, then in my personal opinion, you're going you're gonna to fall off the wagon when, whenever you leave them. Aye, when, I, when, or when something happens. Aye. like. Financially, or just something restricting time-wise, where they have to stop PTing, then exactly. they're back to there's all, there's, there's always this, going to be something in life that might stop you, whether it's on your coach's side or your side. And this is why I think I came into coaching um, much further than what I should have been as a newer qualified PT. Mm-hmm. When I was 19, I got promoted to a coach in the business world. Spoke about this before, and this is where Coach Crosser came from. And when I was shown the newbies, like how to use systems and how to deal with a customer. There was different coaches in that building, so some coaches would take over. No, you click here and you click there. Right, you got it. Right, cool. They would leave. Aye, they didn't aye. take fuck all in. Aye, now, aye, for aye. me, I'm like, well, Show where, me. where do you think that you, you should click? I think it's here. Aye. Why Why are you thinking that? Mm-hmm. It's about me to pull them aye. into the fucking Do you know what? I actually, used to, I actually used to do the same thing, and it's, it's, it's quite weird now thinking about we're sitting here doing aye, that. So that's just building you up. And, that's, and I, I genuinely think, I used, to, I used to kick myself for not going into PT and earlier than I did and I was like I'm turning 27 years old 28 years old and this is me just start painting what a fucking waste in my 20s I've Aye. just done um, and I was these were conversations I was having in my head you're a failure you're, you've just spent all that time in that job I've felt many many times it's like you've worked up to a certain standard you get respect for your family you're, you're like, always praised oh my god you're doing so well Dale. and you're about to throw it all away and start for the bottom these were all conversations in my head but I'm so grateful from building that up, my corporate social skills, because it allowed me to communicate well. Mm-hmm. And all the carryover of the skills of the years of coaching, these little things that you don't think about until you're like, fuck, aye, aye, that's, how you would, that's how you would coach, that's how you'd speak to someone, that's how you would present. Aye. So, aye, so I'm, that's I'm the difference between a boss and a leader. Absolutely. A boss will tell you what to do, mm-hmm. a leader will teach you what to do. Mm-hmm. And once you get taught what to do, you know what to do with it then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, it's great, it's great. Right, next point then. Ne- next point is... So you're looking for someone who listens to you as an individual and not as everyone else. So what you'll find is you tell somebody something and they'll send you a cookie cutter programme. 
Oh, mate, and let me tell, let me tell a story in this. I hate, I tell you the type of trainers I hate, is the arrogant ones that have written everybody off and they think everyone's coming to them for a certain reason. Mm -hmm. So I've had a couple of people from a specific trainer, um, and the girl who used to train the clients that I now train, like went to them because they wanted to lose weight and just wanted to feel stronger and overall healthier. And they've started telling me stories that it would always be glute day because she's like, oh, I'm going to build a, I'm going to build your arse, going to build a great arse, and and they're like, you're missing, you're missing the point. It's not what I want. I remember hearing a story on Mind Pump, and they, they were telling about a trainer that I used to work with, and this old woman. Oh no, it was a caller that had called in, and she was like, I went to a trainer, and she's in her sixty fives, and the first thing the trainer said to me, without even asking or listening to what what the person was there for, she's like, yeah, we'll get you in a bikini in six weeks. And she's like, I don't know why I'm getting <laughs> that, a bikini. bikini. I'm like, my shoulder hurts, I just want to be stronger, I want to be independent. Feel better. People just want to feel better. This is where like trainers uh, would think that, new, especially newer trainers, that everyone just wants to have a six pack and look good on the beach. Mm -hmm. And that is maybe our main driver of majority of people, but there's a deeper problem and that's why... Much deeper problem, much, much deeper, I, much, so much deeper. You're, like really, once you know your why and what that is, start to have a consultation with a few trainers and see who's actually asking you the more purposeful questions. I was going to say, a coach, if you go to a coach and you speak to them for half an hour or an hour, you should leave them and understand your why and not just, I'm going to look good. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? You should go, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to be happier. Yep. I'm going to have better relationships. I, I've, I, I, know, I know this is going to work. And you have a, like, there's like an undenying result in your head. It's not just how you're going to look. If yeah. you go, oh, they're going to make me look good, mm -hmm. then it's probably not the one for you. If mm -hmm. you leave them and you have a genuine sense of different purpose, yeah. do you know what I mean? They've taught you, like, you know what, like, I, I'm doing this for this reason. Because mm -hmm. a good coach, in that hour, they should tell, they should change your why. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, definitely. And I think, like, not to write off all, because I know some really good trainers who train their clients and they get them incredible transformations, but what the difference between these trainers who are good at that and the other trainers that we're talking about here is the trainers are it's a long term thing they've not put a, they've not capped a time limit on a 12 week period they're, they're saying look you could be working with me for a little while and when we work with your calories like these are the results you can expect mm -hmm. but let's start here you're not working at all and they kind of communicate that right. and, and the beauty is if you go to that trainer over somebody who says who promises you or says that you can achieve this in 8 weeks he's the trainer that can get you in 2 years Guarantee you the two-year trainer, um, an extreme example, but that two-year trainer is most likely going to set you up for life. Yeah. Right? So, and I think that's, whereas the eight week, I would make the argument that, as I said, corners are cut right. and you're recycling that. I was going year. to say, so I think a trainer that promises numbers, mm -hmm. be very, very sceptical of them mm -hmm. because everyone is different. Do you yeah. know what I mean? As you know, like you could, they could come to you and they could see problems and go, right, well, the, the, I still need to guarantee that they get this in this amount of time. Yeah. And they go right. We need to cut corners in. Yeah. Whereas you, you live with people, and they come in. And you go, oh, their mobility is terrible. Mm -hmm. Fuck the mobility. The whole goal is weight loss. The goal is just to get them ah, to lose their weight. And it's if the they come in, if they're only coming to me twice a week, then we need to train hard twice yeah. a week instead of you know what we need Take to fix your mobility. Time, yeah. I made the post last night. I was like, everybody wants to go get rich quick, and everybody wants to get results now, mm -hmm. but nobody is honestly prepared to put in the time and be patient with it. Yeah. Like you still have to work hard, but you can also work smart with it. And just take your time. So that, that, that's what that's what I've learned in the last few months. I was doing too much, and by by doing too much, I was doing too little. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wasn't actually doing anything. Exactly. I was trying to do in too much. Roads. I go, you know what? Right, I just need to focus on this. Yeah. And then that'll build up to that. I go, this is going to take a lot more time. And that's what I teach my clients. I go, we're not going to start bashing weight loss. We're going to start building your metabolism. Mm -hmm. 
and then we're going to get weight loss and yeah. then we're going to work on form and then we're going to work on technique and then we're going to work on strength yeah. I go I need to do the same with me you know yeah. what I mean and your coach should be able to tell if you go to someone they should be able to tell you this is what we're going to do not just in 60 or 90 days you're going to have this yeah. they're going to tell you we're going to do Here's this the then this then yeah. this then this have you, did you write that point down about communicating a clear path because no. that, that is something I wasn't sure if that was a separate point you had but that's that definitely a different one. That's, that's definitely the sign of a, a, a good coach that you've that you managed to um, uh, pick out yeah. that they have a clear path of where to take you now that path may change and may have chop and change but they have like like if you come to me this is what I would be doing with you at each stage yeah. and I know for me as a coach telling that to a client nine times out of ten that lead turns into a, a, a client they understand like, yeah, they go he, he knows his stuff because ah, yeah, you're, you're then seeing it at a stature they do what I think what I might start doing is I mean, I had, I don't like minimum commitments, but I like to for the type of client I want to attract. I want to start moving away from the, the weight and the sort of aesthetic aesthetics aspect, and I might actually put together a package that's a year commitment, and I'll I'll have all that uh, what's promised and guaranteed and what you're going to learn at each stage of the way, yeah. and it's a year package to work to work. I think I'm I'm, I'm I'm leaning on probably not. Like, I don't like, like no, but I don't get you wrong. Because half you, the clients I've got like, maybe three quarters taking, of the clients you're, you're I've got just through now. a similar Aye. a similar path. They won't take. Some people do it this shot, some people do this, but it's, it's, they're all different lengths yeah. and that's where it comes in. And some people have different habits in it break, but at the end of the day, it usually does start at the same point. More or point. less the same point, yeah. Mm -hmm. Always, and then that was something I was, I remember it was the coach we spoke about before who in gym 24 and he's, uh, he's like, you, say, you asked him to move politely. Oh, and yeah. he was like, no. And I remember seeing one of his posts saying, not one of my clients do the same routine or the same exercise. And I'm like, why are you saying that? Like literally, like Most there is there is generic um, principles that need to be applied or should be applied in mm -hmm. in a workout. If it's strength training and a workout of hypertrophy, yeah, okay, the structures could change a little bit, but for the majority, like my pre-phase, I call it. So my pre-phase induction, um, whatever you want to call it, to be, to getting someone from not lifting weights to lifting weights, it's the same for every client. Aye. And I'm going through each exercise, and I'm going right. This one we swap for this one. Cool, cool, cool. Right, that is your phase for four basic weeks. Basic structure, but I, you can change, chop and change. And that's my that's my purpose as a trainer, isn't it? And that, don't get me wrong, I, I kind of respecting him a little bit as a as a trainer because he had ten years in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, maybe is that is that not the right thing to do? But then I was like, why? The why fundamentals should I, always the be fun, similar. You, you're right. The, the foundations are. If you're good, at, if you're good at what you do, you, you're good at the fundamentals. Aye, definitely. Right. So, one. so the next one is. Someone who has trained a variation of clients, mm -hmm. so a variation of different clients, so you'll know this and I'll know this. I've trained people with different illnesses, autism, and I learned a lot from the kind of people that you wouldn't, I wouldn't learn from, I wouldn't have learned from the general public. And as someone who comes to view for PT, at first they'll be like, no, I don't, I'm no, there's, there's, sorry, there's nothing. <coughs> I'm alright, I'm alright, and then like maybe down the line they'll go, by the way, I've got this. And you go, fuck, why? You don't fucking tell me. But when you train people like that, you learn a lot about the body because you can go, can I? Can I <clears throat> am I allowed to train them? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How can they train? Can they train the same? Do they Aye. train different? Maybe, you know I mean? maybe step this one up further because that's, yes, that makes a, a good PT, but I think someone who has trained people in person should just be the oh, point as a whole because if you think about it I actually forget sometimes how many online, online coaches there is 
and you find out that they've never really trained anyone in person. Ah, like, I forgot about that completely. They, like, I just when you said it, like, because I was, I was on the same. I was like, oh, I've got such and such with type one diabetic, whatever. Like, trained a um, few people that are mentally challenged, all this sort of stuff. But the main part of my learning, regardless of the type, of, there is people that also can still be crappy PTs, but like a good rule of thumb is somebody who's got reps in with different clients different 100%. experiences because through each client something's learned mm -hmm. something's probably like I've fucked up many a times with clients Same. but it has built me up and made me 100%. a better coach each time so you don't get with on I don't know how some people can just train fuck online mm -hmm. like I, I think that's where the, the honestly like see one of the, the one of the main things that I've done that like, oh that was a that was a bad one like I know the client has never told me this and it, not, a specific, not a specific client I've done it with a couple with different exercises Exercises that if I focused a little bit more, I knew they wouldn't be able to perform. Mm. And I got them to perform it, and straight away I'm like, oh shit, they can't do it. And then I'm like, I need to change. 60 kilo on this. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm like, I need to change this exercise quickly without them going, oh, I can't. He, like, he knows I, I can't do this. They feel embarrassed. Exactly, they feel embarrassed. I'm yeah, like, yeah. how do I change this quickly? So I know if I look at somebody go, they'll never be able to perform my exercise. And that's the problem with an online coach. They'll mm. be like, they should be able to perform this, 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 this. When you teach people on like when you teach people in person, you you do this first hand and <laughs> when you're with a person and you see you can feel how embarrassed they are, you're like, fuck man. Yeah. Like fuck this that'll ruin their gym experience if you give them an exercise that they can't do, especially if they're on their own. Remember the story I said that somebody was getting trained online and she misread the the weight that the PT had told her to do, but it was an online coach. And I was in gym 24. And aye, 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 aye. That was an experience. Like, luckily, she bounced back and she's fucking still going to the gym. Aye, but aye. I know she was super embarrassed. And mm -hmm. it was like, just one of those times like where that sort of thing Can is, right is probably happens more often than not with online. just the online PTs. Now, and people the, have been online only. That's what. That's probably what I mean. Just purely online, and don't don't know that actually setting up the safety pins can be the hardest thing for somebody setting up the squat. Some people do it too high, mm -hmm. and that was exactly what that what that girl had done. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like that's that's probably a well overlooked thing. But having good experience with multiple different clients in person is important to choosing a good PT. I think yeah, a good coach. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I see see on that point though. Yeah. Within the in person coaches, there's a big variation of what style of workouts you're doing. So that's the next point, isn't it? With uh, is it the types of workouts? No. So I actually don't. I actually don't have that down. Do you know? No. So types of types of trainers will marry certain principles. And yeah, I actually I don't have that down. So we we poke a wee bit of fun about the the um, like different exercises in that. But see if you if your trainer has some sort of strength training Aye. and some sort of Mobility work and it, it factors in all things fitness holistically, but it's underpinned by lifting weights correctly with form, mm -hmm. then building strength, then whatever it is through yeah. that path. That is a good rule of thumb. If your trainer just does, like, once you tells you, like, just go and do those classes three times a week and then come at me once a week, you'll look like blah blah blah. Red flags, I think. I was going to say, it's if I can train, I can do a workout program for you and tell you why you're doing the workout program. Mm -hmm. That's a green flag. They know what they're talking about. They know why they're doing this, and they know if they know why they're doing it now, they know why they're going to continually to improve right. it. And if you, if they know, if they don't know why, then fucking you're never going to know why. Oh, exactly, exactly. Um, same with the boot camp stuff, the whole group PT and stuff like that. Like, 
Um, I, I, I think it can work only just through what I've done recently with a couple of clients. Bringing people together. Yeah, I think I think it definitely does work, but it takes a hell of a lot more effort to make it work. So wherever you're picking, most likely it would be somebody specialised in that, but even the specialists, when you look at the types of workouts, if it's just burpees and, and hip... And, um, hip Hit workouts and it doesn't work. This T-shirt actually says "Anti Burpees Club." Does it? Aye, Mind I said I put up burpees all day. I was like, "Fuck burpees!" Oh, did you? Aye, because I was you? like, I was like, ninety-nine percent exercises, if programmed correctly, can be put into someone's program. Except burpees. Fuck I burpees. said, "Fuck burpees." I said, "Burpees." Fuck burpees. They're that, fucking shit. So, I've, I anti burpees. If you, if anybody gets you to do burpees, which I used to get people to do burpees in classes, because <laughs> I was like, I fucking hate this anyway. But it's because you were like, lazy. Lazy, writing your lazy, lazy, lazy. Burpees are a lazy, 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 lazy way to get people to think they're doing something. Aye. Because Start they're fucking the hard, Aye. but they're shite. They're not doing. What do you think of the... Oh, nah, we'll, we'll save that I, for another So, ah, like, like, we, 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 we've obviously slagged uh, other things in the past. and But you always, we always go back and go, you know what? People, there is uh, places oh, yeah. where... Yeah. That, I honestly don't think burpees should be in anybody's plant any time. On Gavin's podcast, there was a guy called the Burpee Coach or something like that, and he was like advocating that people do. I, I might butcher this. I didn't. I didn't have. Didn't listen to him. Like, oh, I don't <laughs> want to do that. I seen the Burpees Club and I was like, nah, nah, uh, I'm good, bro. Uh, no, like the value to burpees is the endurance aspect and moving your body. In oh, aye, there's, aye. A, there's a better, easier, and safer way of doing it. Oh, in my opinion. Like yeah, and fried man up. Your, your shoulders, your knees, oh yeah, you take back. a bashing, man. <laughs> Everything takes a bashing. But it, usually, if you're shite at something, it's usually you're you even shite at the burpees. <laughs> you should be doing it. Aye. Um, so aye, so that's the exercise. Is that so? We got any more? So, well, this is one for us because we know, and obviously, someone who is are the empathetic. Yeah. Are they understanding of human behaviours or are they just about training and that is it? Do you know what I mean? Your cla- you need to be, the, 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 the coach needs to be empathetic towards people. We've seen, I can't remember who posted it or who it was, it was someone big and they says a good coach teaches simple tasks. A coach who thinks he knows it all will teach all these big mad words and mad phrases and really try and confuse their clients. A good coach understands that people don't understand this. They need simple, simple tasks, yeah. and that's where they start. Do you know what I mean? So just on that, so how you communicate to your clients is definitely an important factor. Oh. But this is why you need to ask your why, because if you're somebody who's looking at longevity and you've got a bodybuilding coach, <laughs> you are fucking mismatched up from there. <laughs> because that bodybuilding coach is looking for an incredible amount of discipline for you to apply, mm. working out seven days a week, maybe not seven days a week, but you're on seven days a week, Aye, 24 boy, hours a day. Boy. It is a full round commitment. Um, so I that's not the right matchup in terms of that. But I think also a coach that has experience in like what it is is usually a good rule of thumb there's the whole like it's like 101 for like P- why people become PTs they're fat they get skinny or they're fat and they lose a bunch of weight and they get into PTing now I know a handful of ones who have took their PTing that seriously and are now incredible coaches but I see a lot who are just like you're just you're just starving your clients and getting them to do cardio. Like, Aye. that's no, like, MD. Like, if you want to know how to lose weight, go for it, do that, but you'll not keep that weight off. No. And you see people who gain the weight back, and I know PTs who are now on the heavier side of things, um, no muscle, but chunky, and I'm like, you've 
you've went through that, you now are running a business and it's now more stressful and that's why it And I would say the opposite way, if they went through really skinny to the butt a good physique mm-hmm. and then they try and train people straight away. You you got in shape because due, you started due to insecurities mm-hmm. and if the coach doesn't work on their insecurities by learning a lot, then they put their insecurities onto their clients. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of personal trainers are severely insecure. We're all riddled with it. Mm-hmm. We're absolutely all riddled with it. And it's it's a fine line because it's good because you can speak from experience yeah. and how they've went through it and there'll be value of communicating that. But then it, there's the whole... Honestly, I can say, see body-wise, mate, I am. I, I, this is something that I can say, I can vouch for. I'm probably one of the least insecure personal trainers out there. Oh yeah, definitely. I like, think there's a difference between insecure and self-aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the that's the breaking right. point. I'm not the biggest. No, I'm not the strongest. Definitely not. But see, be honest with you, right? No, but see, be honest with you. I can walk in a room and I know I can feel it. Aye. And everybody else is like, bye, bye, but I'm stronger than you. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a yeah. fuck. I'm confident in you. Aye. And it's confidence though as well. Aye. It's having the confidence in self-aware. To know where you're. Aye. So you, know, I know to where. To know where you're. Aye. You know you where your insecurities where lie. You know where your limits are. And you'll work within the ranges right. with that. But and if your coach is severely insecure, then they'll put that onto you. They'll go, no, you need to do this or this will happen. You're mm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, like, yeah, that's no... It, you're no coaching you. You're coaching someone else who's mm. completely different lifestyle to what you had when you went through your journey. Yeah, and I think expectations as well is something maybe just to add in. Like, when are you when are you expecting? Like, what ah, is the yeah, expectations yeah, yeah. that mm. you've got of whatever it is that you're looking at? You're looking to learn a skill, technique, how to programme, whatever it is, right. or is it just general weight loss? Then mm. that's something you need to understand because... It's you, never just... For anybody watching, it's, not it's never just general weight loss. There's no. so much more that you think is weight loss because it's been marketed towards you mm. as you lose weight, you'll feel happier. No, but you need to feel happier and then you'll continuously lose weight yeah. and you'll keep it off and then you'll be happier. And it's just a it's continuous a build up to the discipline and feeling better. Mm-hmm. It's not the weight loss... But weight loss comes with that discipline yeah. and the happiness. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Um, you getting to that? No, I was just going to say, like, on the insecurity ones, I think it's a hard one because I see... It's mad that it just popped up a market where people started not being authentic. Like, just, like, posting pictures or videos, like, try to be authentic, but then it's staged. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck's the point? Like, that, for me, is just... Aye. To me, if I see that and I'm trying to work with someone, um, I'm like... Mm. Nah, they're, see, not, they're not real. Like, what else are they faking? Their, their like, I, I can say to people, I was severely insecure. The only reason I'm no is ins- obviously you'll have insecure days, you'll have feelings that you're no good enough. But when you look at it, I'm only no insecure because I follow everything that I try and teach people as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I try and be as disciplined as I can with my training. I eat well every single day. I try and build habits. I try and build good relationships. And that is something that's nothing to do with fitness, mm-hmm. but it all leads down to how you feel in your body. Exactly, but that that goes back to the experience of training multiple people in person and working with working with a track record of people. Because Aye. you going through that journey, you've seen one version of that. Aye. You training ten people in that journey, you get ten versions of it. Um, it's like what Mister Beast says. He says like if you're starting a business, then. Like you start it yourself, you know, make mistakes and then you learn from the mistakes and then it takes you 10 years. But you start your business with four friends and then you are all making mistakes, you just get to that result a lot quicker. Okay, right. So that's the way you, you probably have to think about it on that front. Aye. So is that all the points? That's all the points. Thank you if there was any. Was there no other points? No, that is. Aye. Oft. Wrap that one up pretty early, eh? Aye, we smashed that out. But if MD's looking for a coach, we'll obviously spoke about this at the start. Oh, one more point. If a good tester for them is if your coach listens 
to this podcast. 100%, 100%. If they listen to Bulletproof Mindset, then they will be able to Bulletproof your mindset. No, but the, the, I thought there was a point that, that does lead nice. They're constantly levelling up their own experience. Ah, aye, aye, 100%. That, that, 100%. They're, they're, like, I know we're joking there, but aye. you can see that they are actually invested in themselves. Aye. I got, I got I put up the message, I put up the post the other day, and it was like, like I was a lot of people have like messaged me recently. Um, like we guys we used to work with in the gym, it's like, oh, how much do you make as a PT? And I'm like, well, I'll make a good living. And then like, right, oh, right, cool, I'm going to do that. And then, ah, yeah, I, yeah. so I made the post going like, a lot of people are going like, doing the math, like 35, 40, 45 quid they a hear, session. Oh, he makes and, 35 like, quid an hour. Oh, if you do 10 sessions, four days, then it's like 450 quid a year. Like, I can make 1,600 pound a week easy. We're working four days a That's easy, 40 hours work, easy peasy. But yeah. what you don't see is the relationship building, the communication, the building, the plan, always being on. Like, that's a, that's, that's a hard game. Mm-hmm. And if you're going in with it with the money mindset, although money can be, there's, there's a, can be lucrative but you will burn out because you, your passion for helping that individual Is I throw up? in Is three sessions on a regular basis Aye. to my clients I wouldn't do that if I was if it was a main driving money because they'd Aye. be going oh that's an hour that's an hour 50 quid that I could be I could have made there but I've done it for free but I'm about the journey and the, and the that's the what longevity. I saw someone said to me last night I don't think I can afford that I said look come up it's free I said look this is going to cost you none I'm going to talk you through things that you could do even when you're not with me mm-hmm. I told her a couple of things that she, she she can do right now, even though she can't afford it. Yeah. And that, to me, I know she left feeling a lot better, and I felt better about myself. Yeah. She's not going to come with me next week. She's not going to come with me the week after. But she's going to go and work on herself. And I go, you know what? I'm that's what you. That's what you're her. doing. What exactly. You're doing. I'm happy I helped her, and she messaged me saying, "Thanks so much for that." Do you know what I mean? And that gives you that spark. So they should be looking Absolutely. to help and not to make money. No, I love that. I love that. So I was talking about procrastinating earlier in the episode. Hopefully, by the time this is released, I have the free lower back mobility plan. I'm going to call it Bulletproof Low Back Guide or something like aye that, aye. something daft. Uh, this should, by saying it live here, you I should it. have this. You I need, need to it. do it. I've recorded all the videos. Aye. The only thing I don't know how to do is build a landing page and a web source where I can store the videos because I'm going to do it. I have absolutely guys. no idea. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I'm like, web source? Man, what the fuck's he talking about? So Technology? J- Jillian's, um, she's obviously in the marketing world. And I'm kind of been hitting her, but she's like, she's rammed with a bunch of work at work. And I'm like, oh, what are you? Husband what, first. What are you up to now? Husband first. Exactly, husband first. Yeah, fucking <laughs> She's man. like, it's husband first every day. Hi, Bill. When's the no husband day? Is that what she, is that what she says? <laughs> um, right, let's wrap it up there. So, as always, guys, um, you can find us on Instagram. Let's start there. So, you can find me at Coach Crosser. And you can find me at Raw Jim Fit. You can also find um, our. TikTok, so I think we should start calling it the, the channel. So we're going to start posting YouTube shorts and TikTok. We're going to kind of duplicate that content and we'll yeah. see we snippets and that. So make, make sure that you follow so us So if there. you're on different social media, if you're on Instagram, TikTok or YouTube, all the videos that we produce, Matt, I produce, they'll produce these, they'll all them. be on the platforms. the platforms. So you can find us both on those platforms with the same name. Obviously, you're watching this on YouTube. It would be great if you can leave a comment below. What some things that you look for within a coach when you are looking to, if you've worked with one? Um, do you have any crazy stories we're working with one? But until next time... Oh, I don't know why I said that. Until next time, because I'll finish it, right? <laughs> have a nice one.